today on the God Pod. That was your kind of humor for a long time, though, God. Remember the flood? That was your your attempt at doing a tight five. <laughs> two flood. animals each. Comedy comes in twos. The rule of twos, right? The rule of twos. <laughs> it was thousands of years ago, bro. That was long before the invention of the rule of three. <laughs> when you get amazing guests, after you're done, you'd be like, you should go on the God Pod next, bro. If you've learned anything, don't do a deal with God. Oh, come on. What are you talking about? Running up that hill, make a deal with God. Wow, nice reference, man. (laughs) How do you think I feel when that's the biggest song of the year? And I'm listening to that, and I'm God. Does Satan even want MTG at this point? Okay, this is spicy goss because I was kind of over her for a long time until I just saw that workout video. (laughs) 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 Wow. Wowzers. The flame is back. Well, hi there, human. I'm God. Welcome to the God Pod. On this show, I answer questions from humans and discuss all the latest current events down on that planet I created. I also interview interesting humans, like I'm going to do today. Find the God Pod wherever you get your podcasts. The God Pod. Have it Yahweh. Let's meet my co-host for the day, the Dark Lord himself. Satan. Oh, baby, I'm back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Satan's back and it feels so good. How you been, Satan? I've been good, been good. Just chilling in a jacuzzi a lot, you know, just having a blast. This is technically my spring break, so I'm out there partying, having a a good time. (laughs) Really? The, the season of Lent is your spring break. That makes sense. Yeah, that's when I party the most. Oh, okay. These 40 days. Mm-hmm. I teach Jesus a thing or two about temptation, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so that's where Jesus has been. Okay. Well, it's great to have you back, Satan. Let's meet our guest today. It's reporter Matt Wilstein from the Daily Beast. Hi, Matt. Oh, hey. How's it going? Hey, welcome to What's the God up, Pod. Matt? I'm so happy to be here. So, wow, the Daily Beast, that's like a big satanic news organization, right? I assume, because it's got Beast oh, in the name. Yeah, Beast, yeah, that, I could see how you, would, how you would think that. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I mean, you know, I, I think we try, to, we, we try to show all sides. You know, we're, we try to be uh, fair and balanced, as they say. Why? Fair and balanced is the most satanic <laughs> thing you can do. Oh, damn, I forgot. Yeah, you're right. Sorry you're right. about the that, The Daily man. Satan. <laughs> Uh, that's a big company. Um, so it is. Yeah. When, when did that start again? That was, hasn't always been around. No, it's been around. Uh, um, it's it was around the Obama era. It started. I know that. Um, probably oh oh eight something like that. And I've been there since 2015. So I really got in just as as Trump was uh was taken off. So it was it was the perfect time to join the team. Really, it was uh oh yeah. It was boom. It was boom times for uh, online news. For the Daily Beast. Yeah, that was boom times. How how are the times now? 
for online news? Uh, they're they're pretty good. They're you know it's a little less uh, less crazy, I suppose, in some ways, which is nice. Um, but it's the damn TikTokers. Yeah, the, yeah. That I I I don't, I'm not on TikTok, so I only sort of know what's going on there. Uh, you know, when it shows up on my Instagram. Who wants to read anymore when they can watch video? Am I right? That's true. Nobody wants to read. I mean, that's why we do podcasts, right? Right. Right. Nobody reads past the headline unless you force them to. Yeah, you got it. But that's why you got that's why you got to make it really clickable. Really? Yes. And even then, it's just like it better be juicy, Matt. Yeah. I mean, that's how, so they think about clicking on it and still don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you know what? Let me scan the comments for context clues. They just go, oh, that's happening. All right. I'm going to tell everybody that headline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, re- I saw this headline today. I do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> even, that's right. That's right. Who can complain? You're doing it, too. Well, <laughs> what is Justin Baragonia like in real life? He follows me on Twitter, you know. Oh, he does. Yeah. Um, he's, <laughs> Name drop God. He's great. Yeah, he's one of my uh, one of my Daily Beast colleagues. We actually um, we both worked um, at another website uh, that is even more satanic uh, back in the day called Mediaite. Oh, yeah. I don't know mm-hmm, if you're familiar mm-hmm, with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually uh, knew each other a little bit from that. And uh, yeah, he's but he's a great guy, and he's. Um, He's one of our. He's on our media team. Um, and they do this great newsletter called Confider, where they, you know, get all the scoops on um, what's really happening in the media world and Fox News and and all that stuff. And yeah, no, he's a he's a he's a really nice guy and great great reporter. It is fascinating what goes on there at the Fox News. Like, it really is. I mean, yeah, it's endlessly entertaining it, uh, and terrifying. It, they recently uh, it came out that they knew everything about how the election wasn't raided, it wasn't, you know, close, it wasn't a fraud, and they just went along with Trump's scams anyway. Yeah, it was pretty eye-opening, those uh, those text messages that came out as part of the uh, Dominion Voting Systems $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit, which, uh, you know, I think uh, we'll see what happens there, but I think they have a pretty good case against Fox News. I'm not. I I, I don't totally know how much 1.6 billion is going to hurt Fox News if, yeah, it, no, uh, they'll survive. if they have to pay it. But um, but yeah, it's a, it's if, if nothing else, it's it's shown their their viewers uh, who they really are, which is as if they cared. They, I mean, yeah, we, I mean, you we know. knew this all the whole time. <laughs> like we knew this back in 2021 that they yeah. they knew that they've we've known the whole time. They just say bullshit. Yeah. Well, that's always the question is with all these people is, are they, um, you know, are they evil or are they idiots? Uh, and it's sometimes it's hard to tell, but. Oh, no, they're they're not idiots. They're evil uh, masterminds who want the exactly, money to yeah. keep flowing from their who, hate. Spigot. Who maybe wants you to think that they're idiots. I'm not sure. Their bigot spigot makes a lot of money, Matt. Yeah. What's it like working at the Daily Beast? It's great. I mean, I've I've been there. I've stayed for uh, you know seven and a half years for for a reason. Um, I think it's just a great group of people, and it's um, you know I live uh, in on the West Coast, and and most people are on the on in New York. Um, so I kind of get to you know do my own thing out here, which is nice. Um, and and yeah, it's a I don't know what to say besides it's just a it's a really you know smart group of people. We always say that we. We punch above our weight as a as a newsroom because we're we're actually a very small staff uh, for the, uh, the impact that I think we're able to have, which is which is pretty cool. We have incredible, you know, reporters who have been breaking huge stories about uh, Herschel Walker and George Santos and all these things. You know, sort of beating some of the bigger uh, news outlets to some of those, which has been cool. Investigative reporting. 
Yeah. I mean, it's not my area exactly, but I, but I love it. And, um, I'm very proud to be, uh, to be working with, with some of those folks. Yeah. I mean, there's a big need for the investigative reporting because, uh, like these local newspapers don't exist anymore, I guess. Yeah. They're definitely getting, uh, decimated and, and stripped for parts. And that's how someone like George Santos was able to slip through the cracks. Totally. Completely. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's something that, that wouldn't have happened, you know, 10, 20 years ago. Right. Because there would be local re- reporters digging that stuff up. People would be paying attention. And now it all relies Not on TikTok. It all relies on Washington Post, New York Times, Daily Beast. I mean, how many, how many are there left? Yeah, not a lot. I mean, there's 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 some really great work going on out there, but yeah, it's not happening as much on a local level, which which again, as you said, is why someone like George Santos could get away with so much uh, because no one was no one was really paying attention to him, and and I'm, it's possible that he kind of knew that and and was able to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're a lying psychopath, <laughs> con man, there's never been a better time to get into Congress. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he realized that. Hey, good to know. <laughs> That's great, great news. Well, you didn't already know Satan. You were all, you were all up in that Santos campaign. (laughs) Oh yeah, that was that was my idea. Mm -hmm. I was like, what tomfoolery will we get into this election cycle? (laughs) Tomfoolery and shenanigans. So, where did the name Daily Beast come from? That is a good question that I am sure I do not have the answer to. Um, You can make it up too. You'd have to. You'd have to ask Tina Brown, who was the original uh, Ooh, the founder. Um, so I think she came up with it, I would assume. Uh, and yeah, we could we could speculate about what it is. I'm not sure I want to, but I would love to hear what, what you guys think. This is actually a question from one of our listeners. L- Lariat asked, I've always wanted to know why it's called the Daily Beast. And was it a certain type of beast being referred to? I don't know if there's a certain type of beast, except the, you know, uh, a certain type of Beastly reporting, very aggressive, uh, very, um, wow. you know, well, you kind of, you know, that's that, that check. That makes sense. You've been there for seven and a half years and you don't know, Matt. So let me inform you. I just did a quick Google search. The name <laughs> of the site was taken. <laughs> the name of the site was taken from a fictional newspaper in Evelyn Walsh, no, Walsh, Walsh, Walsh novel Scoop. In 2010, the Daily Beast merged with the magazine Newsweek, creating a combined company, the Newsweek Daily Beast. Co- Wait. Daily Beast and Newsweek are on the same team. They once were, and now we no longer are. It was oh. a it was a brief but but rocky marriage, as far as I know. I, that's before my time as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Um, I could have uh, looked at the Wikipedia page as well. Uh, hey, and, it's okay. Uh, so should have known that. We you got know? It's what God. We just Daily Beasted <laughs> your ass. Yeah, that <laughs> was a real God. That was my that investigative was a... <laughs> journalism. Yeah, I was going to answer. You know, it's a it's a mystery. No one ever, no one knows why it's called the Daily Beast. Um, <laughs> That's more and fun. It's going to stay that way forever. You're going to have to figure it out yourself. As God, I am all knowing, so I'm uh, I'm jumping yeah. on the Google a lot <laughs> to ask. But uh, you've got a podcast that's really cool. It's called oh. the Last Laugh Podcast, right? It is. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a passion project of mine for sure. And it's sponsored by the Daily Beast, or yes, it's a uh, it's done in in conjunction with the Daily Beast, and yeah, I get to interview uh, all of my favorite comedians and funny people in the world, and it's a uh, it's a real pleasure. How do you get those uh, interviews lined up? Because yeah, there's a lot of people on this list that are big time names. Yeah, so so name some who are your favorites that that we've had on. 
Well, I mean, Hassan Minaj. Yeah, he's great. You've got Roy Wood Jr., Nick Froll, Chris Red, Natasha Leggero, Neil Brennan, Patton Oswald, Asuko Okatsuka. We, yeah. we, she was a guest on the God Pod once. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she's really, she's really fun. I hope I said that right. Chelsea Handler. Yeah. It's great to know God can read a list of names. You know, Allison Bree from, from Community was, was on recently. Yeah, as we had well Allison Bree, and then we just had Danny Pudi Danny as, as well. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big community, community fan. Yeah, so I, it's a, I, say, I would say that it's a lot of um, pestering is the answer to your question. Uh, asking their um, publicists repeatedly if they will talk to me until they relent. Oh, publicists. Yeah, that's the key. It's the public. It's, it's, and how do you the, get the name you know, of the publicist? Oh, that's a that's oh, a that's a, that's a secret. That's a that's a that's a secret that I cannot that oh, I cannot damn it, divulge. Damn it. Oh, okay, it's IMDb. Got it. So uh, yeah. Adam There's, Scott, there are, there are databases. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Will Forte, you had you talked you talked to McGruber. Who is your favorite guest, and who is your least favorite guest? <laughs> oh. Who's the most let's start. No, let's start guest. with your top 100 least favorite guests. Yeah, top 100 <laughs> least favorite guests. We're coming up on 200 episodes, so that's only half the people. Wow. Ronnie Chang, Bill Hader. You know, I, I do like to say that I, I only talk to people whose comedy that I like, so that's a criteria. So I'm not interviewing, you know, people who I think suck. In terms of, you know, favorites, there's I there are a few that that obviously stand out. I mean, our, our first ever episode was with Sarah Silverman. Wow. Who... Uh, that was huge because, you know, you sort of have to have a big first guest to, to make a splash. And when you do? Sarah agreed, Damn to, it. <laughs> when Sarah agreed to talk with me, uh, we didn't have a the podcast didn't exist yet. Obviously, um, I don't even think we had the, the name yet. Um, and she was kind enough to, to go in a studio and, and talk with me for an hour and, yeah. and open up about a lot of stuff. And it was, uh, I think because she did that is why this podcast exists because i think at, for after that i could always say well we had sarah silverman so yeah and everybody yeah. else is like oh okay well then you're cool um so that was that was huge um and then you know the other one that i always that i always mentioned is uh we had uh, sasha baron cohen on the podcast wow and that was huge because he doesn't really do a lot of interviews as himself um mm. and we actually got to do that one in front of a live audience it was like a it was sort of combined with an awards uh hollywood kind of event where you know he you go to a room of potential awards voters and so i got to interview him and then we we played it on the podcast um and that was just insane to be you know on stage with sasha baird going for an hour talking uh, about his career um and he was like very you know i feel like sometimes when i've heard interviews with him where he's uh you know he's done fresh air things like that a couple times he's kind of subdued um but when he has an audience he was he was pretty uh engaged and, and amped up mm -hmm. and, and doing voices and breaking into his characters and that was wild yeah that's great well yeah this wow. is this list you survived my hard question <laughs> by by skirting me by not answering at all skirting it <laughs> I, listen there's nothing satan loves more than a skirt around okay oh, yeah, 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 yeah. he talked about his favorite yeah. guests I mean, where where mm -hmm. do you even begin though? Because they're all your favorites. I mean, Martin Short. Oh, okay. That here was he goes insane, again. Yeah. Listing. <laughs> yeah. Listing. <laughs> Nothing God loves more than a list. I well, I'm impressed. Ten Commandments. I'm, I'm impressed. Okay. Jeez. Yeah, I'm a I'm a SNL uh, fanatic. Uh, you know, so I I always am trying to talk to people about SNL, whether they've been on it or not. Um, because I've I've slowly found out that everyone has Satan. You've hosted at least six times, right? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I've done. I've I've auditioned a bunch. Me and Lauren are old friends. No, I mean you've hosted. <laughs> you got like a gold jacket, right? Yeah, I hosted. Five but timers. before I was hosting, I was auditioning for it. Uh-huh. I did my uh, f- five characters in the room to silence and <laughs> played Judas. I thought that was really funny. I played. Uh, <laughs> Did a great impression of Tina Fey, you know. <laughs> so they yes. love that kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, you, they you love know, it. doing the old cast members. Any other favorite <laughs> interviews that that jumped to mind? Sasha Baron um, Cohen. I mean, Martin Short. You mentioned that was a, that was a great one. He's just such a nice guy. Um, you know, I, it's always great when people kind of live up to their their reputation, both for being funny and for just being, you know, great great people. Like me, yeah. like I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. no, I mean, like I I'd heard I heard good be. things, and I was like, you know, <laughs> I, I I hope that's true, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, what what is it like getting to interview all these comedy icons and heroes? Uh, they they say the expression goes to always meet your heroes, right? Yeah, I think that that work that checks out. You know, I I uh, <laughs> I think it's 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 been very surreal. Um, I think I was a lot more uh, nervous at the beginning when I started mm-hmm. doing this, um, meeting people, and that that's slowly gone away, which is nice. Um, I think you just kind of get used to it. But but yeah, it's always, you know, it's just, it's a, the sort of one of the most exciting parts for me is the, which seems counterintuitive, is the, uh, is the prep because I get to watch uh, clips and rewatch things and, and just really like delve into this person's work, which I, you know, often, which I'm very familiar with, but sort of getting the chance to, to go through it all again and, and yeah, think about what it is that I really want to talk to them about, um, mm-hmm. is very fun. And you just get to watch a lot of funny stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's always, you know, sometimes people, um, as, as you said, you know, never, you, they say never meet your heroes. Um, I've now met like most of them, um, which is, which is cool. And, no, and I think it's, it's actually not it's that bad, bad right? Yeah. It's not as bad as, as you would think, no. No, it's like a 99% success rate. Yeah, I always ask, because it's a question that I ask my guests too, is um, I ask about the first time they met one of their comedy heroes um, to see if I can get any good stories out of that. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and there's often people have embarrassing stories about, uh, you know, meeting oh, I, someone at a, at a party and, and yeah, trying to that, make them so laugh. If we go or, back and listen yeah. to your first episode, it's like... <laughs> Hi, 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 Miss Silverman. Yeah, exactly. I, I, this is the. <laughs> I hope not, but I think uh, the <laughs> the uh, that one. I think it was almost like lower pressure because I didn't even know if we were going to release it because <laughs> we didn't really. It was sort of like a test show that ended up being the first episode, so it's kind of like um, I felt like I almost I didn't know to be nervous yet. Yeah. So being out there on the West Coast. You get to you get to party with all these people, right? That's that's what it is all oh, the time. Yeah. Non, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a huge partier, yeah. Nonstop um, partying. It's like Entourage, the documentary. Yeah. I saw. It's definitely like that, especially now that I have a two year old um, at home. It's uh, I, I I party all the time. Mm-hmm. Party hard. No, not so, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's all uh, chasing after publicists, and then you get yeah. the big interview, and you're like, yes. And they come on and they're super nice and they, they talk about their, their hopes and dreams and their careers. Right. And yeah, I mean, I, I mostly am trying to get them to, to say something that maybe they haven't said in a million other interviews, which is the hard part. Oh yeah. Um, and, but yeah, I think it's a, that's, what's great about, so you obviously, can a, you know, cause, this, then, cause then you have a scoop. Cause then you have a scoop, right? Yeah, exactly. You want to, we want to, we always want to make news. Mm. It's very important. We'll be right back after these messages. 
So let me ask you, what have you not already said in a million other interviews? Wow, what a great way to get a scoop, God. <laughs> have you thought about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're 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 in luck because I, I don't do very many uh, interviews, so oh, okay. uh, so this is this is a this is more of a rarity for me. Oh yeah. So yeah, I don't know, Matt. You know, ask me anything, I may or may not answer it. Oh. Uh, uh, gosh, uh, really putting us on the spot here. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me come up with a tough one. What are some of the best moments of your career? Oh, that's a really, that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, best moments of my career. I mean, I, yeah, that, that, uh, that Sasha Baron Cohen one was big, but, um, yeah, you know, um, I've done, I've done a lot of, of, of different stuff. I, I remember, you know, before I was interviewing comedians, I was, uh, doing some more writing about, uh, politics and media and that stuff. Um, I got to go, I don't know if this is a highlight or a low light, but I just thought of it as, um, I got to go to the, I think it was the first or one of the first, um, GOP debates, uh, at, at the beginning of that, um, you know, 2015, 2016 cycle. Um, it was at the, uh, I remember it was at the Ronald Reagan library, um, which is sort of in the middle of nowhere outside of uh, Los Angeles. Um, and it was a CNN debate and it was like Jake Tapper was moderating it. And it was like one of those ones where they had to have two debates because there was like the, the main stage, so many like people. 10 people. And then mm -hmm. there was another six people like Lindsey Graham and somebody else mm -hmm. uh, on the undercard debate. <laughs> and uh, and just being being there for that was uh, was was a surreal experience for sure. And just yeah, big moment in entertainment for everybody. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, getting to see, uh, you know, Trump up there on the stage one of the first times uh, with, you know, 10 other Republicans just. Uh, mm -hmm. Did he smell like a poopy diaper? Um, yeah, I got a little whiff. Uh, you know, I was, I was kind of far away. But there's but, yeah, this comedian, Noel Kassler, who was on The Apprentice. He's always out there saying, you know, Trump shits himself constantly. <laughs> I believe it. I can see easily see that. He, this is like. His life's mission is like he has said it so many times. I'm like, okay, I believe you. Like he's like he's got a man, and his job is his entire job is to wipe him down when he needs it. <laughs> and like he's dead, he's dead serious. You would think that this is a joke, but it's not. And yeah, so I yeah, I don't know. That's just interests me. Do you? Um, was this the debate where? Um, What's his name? Ted Cruz was mocking Marco Rubio for not speaking Spanish. Do you remember that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it was that one. In um, Espanol, por favor, Marco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was the hands one either. That, that was, was my favorite. Oh, the, uh, yeah. Where they started talking about hand size. That was a that was a low point in our in our history. Oh, that was that mm. was real bad. Yeah. And then there was that one where they were just slapping each other. <laughs> you know, that should have happened, but it didn't. Um, yeah, so that was a big moment for you. And then you got to meet Borat and yeah, Borat and, and, those, and, and that's it, you know, and that's, that's it. That's it's, all it's, I've done, two, yeah. it's two moments. <laughs> <laughs> you got, do you have a third one that you haven't ever told anyone before that I haven't ever told anyone before? Let's think. Um, hmm. cause that's the point of interviews I've learned today is to get people to divulge things. things. Yeah. Yeah, what are the this listeners? Is a, have, this yeah. is not a career. Uh, this is this is a sort of pre-career story. This is a story, um, but it's related to comedy. Um, is uh, when I was a freshman in college, All I right. got to go to um, an SNL after party. Very randomly, um, I was, as I said, a huge uh, 
comedy nerd, um, SNL fan. And I had a, I met someone freshman year in college who's like uncle worked at SNL or something. I don't even remember the connection. Uh, nepotism. But they were like, yeah, nepotism. Yeah. And <laughs> that's they, how you get on SNL. Said, yeah. And they said, you know, um, and so the, the story was that, uh, that week, uh, the band fish was the musical guest classic and, and of which i uh, i was a big fan also and and this and this guy who i met in college was as well and uh so they were going to try to get us into the show to see the show and, and and get to see fish on snl and al gore was the host by the way wow it's quite a combo and uh they what year was this this was this was 2002 or okay. three 2000 and, yeah maybe 2003 um and they uh they were going to get us into the show we were so excited um and for whatever reason they were like you can't come to the show we can't that's not going to happen what? but you can but we but we put you on the list for the after party <gasps> which is like legendary you know that's better anyway. after parties yeah. yeah you get to go and and it goes you know it starts at you know 1 30 in the morning or whatever and goes all night and so we were like great and so we kind of didn't really think that they were actually going to let us in you know at this point we're like 18 year old college students mm -hmm. And, but we're like, okay, so we go down to this, you know, fancy bar in Midtown and go into and go up to the door and give our name. And they're like, all right, come on in. Wow. And so then we, we got to go to the, uh, the SNL after party. Um, and the whole, you know, band fish was there. Al Gore's there. The wow. Cast Lauren. Also, Al Gore was there just yeah. getting hammer drunk, right? Yeah. Getting hammered. No, he was, he was standing in the corner that I, I very remember very well that, um, Long he rips. was like the, he was like the only the only person who like was happy to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> so he was the wallflower there. Yeah, he was, he was like, like he was like you know he was in the receiving line. Kind of people were coming up to him talking, and we were like, all right, let's go talk to Al Gore for a minute. And he was very nice. Everyone else was kind of like, who are these children at this party? <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, we uh, we got to hang out with the SNL cast and and Fish and, the, the and, and Al Gore. What did he say? Yeah. He was, he was like, "Oh, fellow nerds, welcome." Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. It was Please yeah, he, hang out he, with he me. Saw, he I saw don't know anybody spirits. here. Yeah, he was like, "I also, <laughs> I also don't. I'm not cool enough to be here." Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and so then the other the 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 kicker to this story is that uh, the following week, Seth Meyers was on Jimmy Fallon's show. Was on who Jimmy Fallon was then hosting Late Night, and Seth Meyers was the guest, and and Seth Meyers his like cute anecdote that he told was about the, the fish fans who clearly showed up to the, to the after party. What? And that was it was us. about you. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Exactly. This is the yeah. best moment of your life. It is. It is. That's why I, you know, it's not a career story, but it is possibly the best moment of my life. Yes. Wow. That's good. So what made you such, what made you such a big SNL fan? Was it the nineties crew? Oh yeah. It was, you know, it was so definitely the, you know, the Sandler Farley, era mm -hmm. um phil hartman. You know, wayne's world yeah mm -hmm. phil hartman all that but then i also remember like getting a vh vhs tape of you know best of mm -hmm. the first season basically you know so it was all the like you know gilda radner and and john belushi and all that stuff um and so yeah then i just kind of uh you know never stopped following the show and and how, what are your thoughts on it in recent years i mean the tr the trump years were tough i would think um the Alec Baldwin stuff was tough for me. Um, I, I just 
I think that it was, I think they, they struggled to figure out how to make that funny. It, it just became like a literal they, recreation of what happened that a, week. They had and a big then, name doing it yeah. rather than yeah. the best um, <clears throat> impersonator. Didn't, it didn't feel like there were like jokes as much as like, we're just going to show you what Trump said this yeah, week. Yeah, how do you satirize and like, Trump? And it's like, I already saw Trump do this exact yeah. same thing. Um, <laughs> but How do you parody a parody? Yeah, but there were, you know, even throughout all of that, I think there were highlights like, um, you know, Kate McKinnon kind of could could do no wrong uh, a lot of the time, I think, and especially when she was doing, you know, Rudy Giuliani and some of those, you know, mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham and some of those. Uh, I liked her playing all the male characters. Um, and yeah, so, you know, it's one of those shows that kind of like I have a, a love hate relationship with because I think, you know, as much as it, it's like most weeks, I would say are like, mm, you know, eighty to ninety percent not great, and then <laughs> the 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 remaining percent kind of redeems it for me. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, and it's just an like, and I just I'm just fascinated. Killer. Yeah, it's it's more it's it's become it's become more of a fascination. I just like need to know what they're going to do and 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 how they're going to do it. So yeah, it's been hard. For, I feel like they deal with a lot of censorship from the network. I, I've Maybe, heard, yeah, I've, I've heard that like their favorite stuff if it makes it on air is always like towards the very end of the one and a half hours. Yeah. I mean, that's always been the case. I think to some degree is that, that 10 to one, the last sketch of the night is the one that sort of everyone's favorite in, in, in sort of comedy nerd world. Damn um, you censors. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a tricky thing at the politics of SNL is always fascinating to me too, because you know, there's, they sort of get accused of being very left, but then they also have moments that feel very, you know, like they're sort of embracing yeah, they had, the they had right Trump in strange ways. The show. Yeah, they, that that was a that was a low point. You know, Trump hosting, Elon Musk hosting was a uh, was embarrassing. Um, you know, this past week, I thought uh, Woody Harrelson you know, saying uh, sort of his anti-vax message into his monologue was uh, no, not great. not Woody too. No, yeah. Woody, no. No. <laughs> Damn it. I guess it shouldn't have been that surprising. Didn't see that one coming. What did he say exactly? He did this very strange monologue where he was like going on all these weird tangents and talking about how he quit drinking but then started drinking again. And then he talked about um he he tried he sort of did this whole metaphor about a script that he had read where um it was like a you know, where the world would was gonna the the pharmaceutical companies were gonna force everybody to take this drug or they wouldn't be allowed to leave their houses. Um and he used that as a metaphor for, you know, sort of railing against the uh the vaccine. So basically your classic hilarious SNL monologue that was totally planned. Yes, 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 exactly. (laughs) By which I mean they this is not this was him going off script. I guess, but I don't know. I mean I don't know how it, it was kind of a central part of the the monologue i don't know if he's just like riffed that on the spot um hmm. it felt pretty written to me so i don't know i mean but then you know there was also and of course i talk about this too much but the um the dave Chappelle monologue uh with the you know where he kind of uh gave kanye a pass for being anti-semitic which was did that, uh, ha- that happened when did that happen he, yeah that happened <laughs> i, I <laughs> there's, so ma- there's so many things that happened in existence god how did you miss that yeah that how was... did you miss that yeah that was I, good, yeah. I, because there's so many things that are happening these days in existence it's like who can keep up with it right yeah 
I mean, right. so wait, when, when if exactly anyone can, did that you happen? can, but that um, was like last fall. Yeah, last fall. So this yeah. was like post interview where Kanye had on the the mask and yeah, and I think you know Holy the Chappelle shit. monologue. It was it, there was it was there was a lot of it that was very funny, and I think he he tried to walk this line like he often does of um, you know, sort of you know just really going up to the edge of what's uh, what's acceptable. Mm. But in my mind, he uh, he may have because, gone a little because that's far what comedy time. is, right? Uh, for a lot of people, yeah, it's just being shocking. Yeah, it's being as as shocking as you can possibly be and trying to get get away with it, I guess. Wow, that's so funny. <laughs> that was your kind of humor for a long time though, God. Remember the flood? That was mm-hmm. your your attempt at doing a tight five. And you were like, oh, I you mean, know yeah, what? Yeah, the, the flood, you know. The two flood. animals each. Two the animals flood. each. The flood was my tight five. Comedy comes in twos. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Everybody knows that rule of the rule of twos, right? The Keep rule them, of yeah. twos. <laughs> it was it was thousands of years ago, bro. That was long before the invention of the rule of three. <laughs> like, yeah, back then it was two by two. I was a big prankster, you know. My famous pranking of Abraham. I think it was Abraham, right? I forget. Yeah, classic prank. When I was like, kill, kill your, your son. son. Oh, who could forget? Who could forget my pranking the, the original of the, punked. of the Egyptian soldiers <laughs> in Egypt when I'm like, ah, it's okay. You could walk across this uh, ocean that I'm keeping apart. No, come on. Come on down. Come on down. And then they were like, <laughs> okay, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I, I, you know, I like a good prank. A nice two stories keep into your rule of twos. That's great. <laughs> that, I could go on. There's so I could go on and on and on. There's so many crazy things I did back in the day. But yeah, now I'm more just like, um, I don't know what's funny anymore, Matt. What's funny? What is comedy to you? That's a big question. Mm -hmm. I mean, comedy is anything that makes you laugh. It's a kind of an easy answer, right? Ooh. Yeah, it's subjective. (laughs) I mean. If it makes you laugh, it's comedy. What makes one person laugh makes another person cringe. Don't you love that word? Cringe cringe. comedy. Yeah. That's cringe. What is cringe comedy? Cringe comedy is, uh, you know, anything that makes you really uncomfortable, but it's still maybe funny as well. It's like when I watched The Office for the first time, many of the episodes, I was like, oh, this is, I can't even watch. This is so cringeworthy. And then it gets funny over time. Yeah, I've never, I've never really understood the the feeling of like the people who like actually can't watch that stuff. Like people who are like, I can't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. It makes me too uncomfortable. I'm, I really, I can't, I can't relate to that. I oh, that's a great show. What are your some of your favorite shows? Oh, that, I mean, that's a great one. Um, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. What are favorite comedy shows? Um, yeah, I mean, The Office, classic, obviously. Um, you know Seinfeld. Uh, but in twenty twenty three, what's some of the new oh, current shows? Oh, okay, yeah. We could we don't you don't just talk about old shows. Um, I mean, everybody knows. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to sound like a broken. Yeah, we all. What love are that. new? What are new funny shows? What I mean, some, what's the new hotness? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not that new anymore, but hopefully they'll they're making more of it. Um, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. Oh, so, so good. This is one of the best. Coffin um, flop. You know, my favorite. Yeah, thing. Oh, that's a great one. I haven't laughed that hard. 
in centuries. Um, I had, I watched that, and then I watched uh, Detroiters, which is their oh, older show. So did um, I. Which, uh, which I is, had the which same was, progression. Which was great. Um, to oh, it's so good. Be able to see that as well, because I just needed more. Mm-hmm. What else is funny now? Um, Do you watch a lot of TikTok? Not enough. Not enough. Uh, no, I mean, I, I really, I, I don't. I'm not, I don't have the app. I'm not, I don't have an account. Apparently our clips of our podcast uh, sometimes go on TikTok by some, but somebody else is doing that and I don't even know what happens. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I, how about you YouTube? Know. Do you put your stuff on YouTube? YouTube some, yeah, but we don't do like, you know, the full podcast on YouTube thing, which I, apparently everyone's doing now, which mm-hmm. I, I'm not interested in. It, I don't know. We, it's it's a lot. It's a, I feel like uh, it's a know, lot of work. I I don't want to watch a podcast on YouTube, and I guess people do, but I don't know who those people are. Oh, dude, so many people do, especially with your big celebrity guests. Yeah, it's strange. Totally it doesn't, it would never make, occur to me. You can make money on YouTube. I know we should be doing Unlike more. Unlike TikTok I guess. and. I don't know. Yeah, Instagram, Twi- Twitter. Twitch and YouTube. Definitely can't make any any money on Twitter, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you have to pay them now, actually. Are you guys going to delete That's your Twitter? That's <laughs> uh, um, uh, Am I going to delete? No, uh, probably not. It's very professionally uh, useful for me. You think? I moved to Mastodon because... Yeah, is that, is that working I, out for you? I actually get more reach and interaction on like a hundred thousand 115,000 followers there than I did on Twitter at 500. Really? 000. Yes. Is that true? Yeah. Is that true? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either anymore. All I know is that like, if you want to actually promote your stuff on Twitter, it's going to get buried. No one gives a shit. They're just looking for the next hot take fire joke, perfect mm. tweet. That's what they're looking for. You know, yeah, and and so if you, no one, ever, you could have a, a, I have, I've had tweets that that are huge, and do people actually click on your profile and follow you or check out your podcast? No, because they don't. Yeah, because they're they a just bunch of on. scumbags. That's why. <laughs> so you know, it, it just depends on the pl- every platform's different by who's using it. You know, yeah, you got Facebook, I, which is like geriatric folks. Uh, so I'm on there big time. Uh, and you've got YouTube, which is like, I don't even know what, like everybody is on YouTube. And then you got Twitch. It feels like college age. And then TikTok is obviously the teens and the tweens. What was the other one? Instagram. Man, there's so many, every demographic you're in, the phases of life. It's just like which social media platform you're using right now. Yeah, I'm an Instagram person, I think. Um, so how old are you, if I might ask? I am uh, 38. See, are you telling the truth? I am telling. <laughs> I had to think about it for a minute, but I am telling the truth. I'll give you your question. It really did sound like a lie. <laughs> <laughs> we got him to say something he's never said before. Yeah, that's true. Does anyone know that? I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you're an Instagram guy I'm now. An, I'm, an, I'm an old millennial. That's mm-hmm. what they call me. Mm-hmm. You're an aging millennial, just like Jesus. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I think, yeah, YouTube, you, you can make money there at YouTube and Twitch. Yeah. You get your podcast on there. Well, yeah. If you're I'm jealous Instagram, of your guests. Yeah. At, at Last Laugh Pod on Instagram. Shout out. How about we work out a deal where I help promote your podcast all the time 
And then <laughs> when you get amazing guests after you're done, you'd be like, you should go on the God Pod next, bro. Okay, that's that seems like a good good trade. If you learned anything, don't do a deal with God. Oh don't. come on! What are you talking about? Running up that hill, make a deal with God. Oh come yeah! On. Wow, a, nice reference, man. Well, <laughs> it's been on my mind. You, th- how do you think I feel when that's the biggest song of the year, and I'm listening to that? And I'm God. And it's and you're, <laughs> yeah, my, and you're not getting any deals. I'm <laughs> I'm getting deals, but you know, it's never enough, bro. And so <laughs> I'm listening to that. I'm like, this is you know how many people are listening to that? They're not even thinking about me. So whatever. We'll be right back after these messages. Let's take some of our questions our listeners prepared for you on our thriving Godpod Discord. Ooh, you can exciting. find find the link to that in the show notes uh, of this and every episode, humans. It's all the way at the bottom, so you're gonna have to like show more and all that. But you should join. There's like oh, we're over a thousand, so we already answered what's why is it called the Daily Beast. Next one is from the Martin. The Martin L asks, "Who is your favorite Australian comic?" And make sure you get an answer, God. Not oh, I can't choose one or. They are all good. Don't make me choose. If you need to, <laughs> smite him. Wow, pressure's on, man. <laughs> well, so I have someone in mind, and but it's like he's questionably Australian. He's he. Well, I'll just tell it's so Ronnie Chang is one of my absolute favorites. Yeah. So he grew up. He he is not really an Australian comic, but he spent a lot of time in Australia. He still lives there, right? I, I, you know, I, he lives all over the place. He lives in New York sometimes. He lives, uh, but I think he does, he does still, you know, consider himself to be somewhat Australian. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him say this just the other day in a clip from The Daily Show where he was fighting with the Salmanah. We're fighting. Oh, that was a great clip. Yeah. And yeah, he mentioned like being from Australia. I was like, what? Yeah. What? Um, so I don't know if that counts, but he is one of my favorite comedians. Okay. Yeah. No, it doesn't count. Uh, you're going to have to pick another <laughs> one. All right. All right. Hannah Gadsby. I don't know. Hannah Gadsby. Nice. Hey, well, come on. Can we be? I don't know. Okay. Well, you know what? We're going to have to take you. I like Hannah Gadsby. I won't. There you go. I'm not going to smite you. It's it's a tough choice. There's so many great options, right? Yeah. Those are the those are the ones I can think of right now. Oh, do you have one? Do you have one, God? Oh, yeah. I love that. Hamish Blake. Hey, nice. From Hamish and Andy. Yes. Do you know Hamish Blake? I don't know. I, I I should. Oh, he's he's so delightful. He's a show you're gonna have to check out if you like Lego Masters at all. The American one, the Australian one is ten times better, and he's the host. This cool. is how I learned about him. And uh, yeah, he's delightful. All right, our next question from Sanosuke: The God Pod makes me wish all the deities people made up were as cool as the crowd of you, even Santa who at the least is good for some laughs, even if it's deeply uncomfortable laughter. Wait, uh, that's not really a that, question. That was not a question. <laughs> that was yeah, just was a testimonial was... for the God Pod. <laughs> How did that get in there? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> okay, that's the kind of humor I find funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, Satan, why don't you read this next one? All right. This next question is from Peyton J420. I have a question for Matt. I see that he does a lot of reporting on late night TV. My question is, does he ever sleep? Oh, good question. Very good question. I I do sleep. 
not a lot. I uh, I do like late night TV a lot, but I also live in California, which means that I found a way to watch it all earlier, which is a big secret to success. Wow. So you'll watch it <laughs> earlier. Genius. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, how time works. And um, how great. many do you have to watch per day, though? Um, you know, I try to watch as much as I can, but I'm not watching the whole shows. You know, I'm 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 picking and choosing my spots. Oh, uh, yeah. You just have on, to watch the know. comedy parts. Yeah. So I'm not I don't watch all the interviews and stuff. Those oh, are, yeah. Like, which is the those majority are, those of are the often show. kind of boring. But no, they, you know, I, I, I try to watch as much as I can and, and find the find the good stuff. Um, that people want to see. Um, what, what is the good stuff on late night TV these days? I mean, there's well, so much to choose from. You got your Stephen Colbert, you've got your Jimmy Kimmel's, you got Jimmy Fallon, you got The Daily Show. Some more Jimmy's, probably. There's a couple <laughs> Jimmy's I'm forgetting. I'm sure you've got the God Pod. What other <laughs> options are there out there that we're missing? Because a lot of them have fallen off. They've like been yeah, canceled. The, yeah, a lot of them have been canceled. Um, I would say that you mentioned, you know, the Daily Show, uh, what you were watching the other night. Um, I've been really impressed with how they've been handling this guest hosting situation. Yeah, I love this. Let's talk about this. So um, Trevor Noah is retiring to be super rich and famous for the rest of his life. And <laughs> yeah, <why not? laughs> good for him. I'm not jealous at all. And so they're test flighting. They're testing like new hosts. To see who's going to replace them? Yeah, so they're doing, yeah, one week at a time. I guess it's to see who's going to replace them. Are any of these people going to replace them? I don't really know. But I, I'm, like, wondering whether they're just going to keep doing this forever because it seems to be working very well. It's so fresh. It, it does. Yeah. It keeps the show so fresh. Maybe that's the answer. Well, it makes me want to watch every week because I want to see this new person and how they do. And you just do a rotation of all these people. Um, so it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. I think everyone's been really good. You know, um, who's, who have they had so far? So they had, uh, Leslie Jones, I think was the first one. Um, she was great, uh, from SNL. They had Wanda Sykes, who's, who was fantastic. They had Chelsea Handler, um, DL Hughley. Who was shit. Terrible. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The previous ones were like, fantastic. Great. Uh, and then the compliments I'm just naming, yeah, then the compliments ended. But I, I actually think they've all been good. There hasn't been a weak link. Trying to get you to say something spicy. What could I say that's, I don't know. Well, no, yeah, they've all they've all been good. Um, they have Al Franken coming up. That should be interesting. Oh, they have Al Franken coming up. Whoa. That'll be big. That's throwback. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had Sarah Silverman. Yeah, Sarah Silverman, my friend Sarah. Have they had Roy Wood Jr. yet? <laughs> Your really good friend. They yeah, they haven't. Uh, they haven't had. They keep saying they're going to have the course, the current correspondents do it, but then they haven't yeah. scheduled that. So I don't know what's, oh. what the deal is there. But Roy is a is is a great guy. He's been on my podcast a couple times, and he, uh, you know, I think he's he's said that he's interested in doing it, and I think he's been on the top of a lot of lists of people, you know, who of predictions. Um, and I think he would be great. He would be great. I so far I've really enjoyed uh, Sarah Silverman's stint. Yeah, I mean she's I just. I feel she's like great. she could just crush. She crushed it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Hassan has been fantastic. Yeah, Hassan Minaj has been. Oh, there. Yeah, he's you know, great. He's great too. It's tough. It's a tough, tough choice because there's so many options. So why not just try to rotate? It would probably be better for those people's lives too. Yeah, I think it could, I, and they could kind of just keep doing it forever. Like, I don't, I don't think you're going to run out of people. People would come back if they want. Yeah, they'll totally have a, a stable of these people who are like, sure, I'll come back 
Yeah, so I don't know. I could see it happening. It's, it's kind of yeah, like it's SNL. Like, yeah, it's like, that's what I was just going to say. It's like SNL hosts, but for a week on The Daily Show. Who wouldn't want to do that? I think man, that might be the answer. I know. I'm going to tell them. I'm going to call them up. and You call we them? Should yeah, call you call them, big, guys. You get the big... <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to call we them right now. We should call them. <laughs> they need to know. We've got... They gotta know. Are people talking about that online? Like, you know, are there discussions, like, gossip about... Who is it going to be? Is this like a theory that you've seen floated that it might, or is it something you came up um, with? I've, I've just seen people sort of saying how much they're enjoying it and that it seems like it's working um, to do it this way. I, you know, I don't, I haven't heard a lot recently about like, who's it going to be, I, but people keep saying that they want to do it, you know, or that they would like to be the permanent host. Chelsea Handler said, you know, said that on my podcast, I asked her directly and she was like, yeah, I want to do it. Of course, everybody wants to do it. You get super rich, but <laughs> But I think just having it be this rotation could be the best thing because then, you know, I, I can get a week. Yeah, Satan gets uh, a week. I it get keeps a week. It, more, yeah. it keeps it way more fresh for social media, too. I got to say, when I see these different people involved with The Daily Show, I'm like, okay, that's interesting. That's a different angle. That's a, you know, they have a different, uh, different people's comedy affects the news differently. Totally. And, and so seeing all these fresh people it keeps me more interested in them online whereas you know i i've watched you know john stewart for years online and then trevor noah for years you just kind of get a glaze after a while it's like mm -hmm. oh there he is again saying yeah, something definitely and you kind of know what to expect so all right we got the answer daily show yeah all right <laughs> well thank you matt thank you thank you um that concludes our questions oh for you for the interview portion you mind if we take a few questions from uh our fans for me and satan of course yeah go for it you, of course you do mind okay uh, yeah I, I mind greatly yeah. <laughs> of course yeah first question okay. satan this one's for you from jimmy g does Satan even want MTG at this point? Okay, this is spicy goss because I was kind of over her for a long time mm -hmm. until I just saw that uh, workout video. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wowzers. The flame is back. That woman can <laughs> almost do a push-up and a pull-up without <laughs> swinging her body back and forth. I'm in. <laughs> MTG, give me a call. Should we call her right now on the podcast? Call her. Okay. I just got to sign up for this AI voice impersonation thing first. <laughs> Damn it. I should have done that. All right. Next question is from Jim Bakyu, who says, God, did you get any pushback on any of your rules? I mean, cutting part of your dick off. Women have to sleep in a tent during their period. No bacon. You must have received some very unpleasant prayers okay for the record i didn't make all those rules they just like these random guys came up with this in the past because of their own like situations and then they were like god said to do it and mm. you know so i don't accept this is classic blaming blame. it on cancel culture move you see i that? don't i throw them under the bus god says a joke in the bible saying cut your dick off and then people reacting says it wasn't me no i was just responding exactly you can't make a joke <laughs> as god they're like they take everything you say seriously you can't say you anything know? anymore you can't yeah, say you anything just can't. Like, 
Like, especially hey, if you're God. Hey, especially Moses, maybe, if you're God. maybe lay off the bacon <laughs> a little bit. And then they're like, no bacon for anybody ever. <laughs> hey, Moses, pro- uh, Abraham, prove how much you love me by cutting a little piece of your dick off. <laughs> and then he actually fucking does it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I have always received some very a classic. Un- Two joke explanation. <laughs> it's the comedy of twos, baby. <laughs> Damn it! It was good. the unexpected third thing was coming. All right, you. Uh, as far as receiving some very unpleasant prayers, when don't I? Oh, that, that's that's always something. Ginger's giraffes asks, "Hey Satan, I think you're missing a dog, and he's living with my neighbor. He bit me today for a second time in two months." Rule of twos. Why doesn't he like me? <laughs> oh, my dog. Oh, you found it. Wow. Send him back. His name is uh, Cerberus, right? Yes, Severus. Um, <laughs> that's definitely the name. Cerberus. Uh, yep. Severus Snape is what I named my dog after my favorite Harry Potter character. <laughs> and he doesn't like you because you smell too delicious yeah yeah Yeah. because you're nice hey lay off the bacon (laughs) (laughs) all right final question from lefty libby god last question i asked you said you've always you'd always choose the brief annoyance versus long term so here's a a double long term would you rather question would you rather have a pee hole that could talk people can hear it through your clothes it talks like a pirate and only wants to talk about the weather Arr. or the weather or, or you can only speak in Beatles lyrics for the rest of eternity. Wow. Really hard questions. These are the hard hitting questions we signed Matt, up for. How about you go first? Ooh, I, I, I would like to go not first. <laughs> <laughs> Too spicy. I would I you know what? I think I'm going to have to go with having the pee hole that talks like a pirate only about the weather. And uh, and because you know, I feel like I could silence it with enough padding. Okay, fun. And <laughs> Beatles lyrics, you're locked into Beatles lyrics for the rest of eternity. That's very limiting. Satan, I'm doing Beatles lyrics. That those guys were spitting poetics. Mm-hmm. Spitting poetics for ten years, mm-hmm. like yesterday. I think you would be not as entertaining on the God Pod if you only spoke <laughs> in Beatles lyrics. I'm just going to throw that out there. Also, uh, also illegal, probably. No, oh, yeah, that's true. You I get sued. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, penis pirate, not looking so bad anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Less copyright issues for sure. Yeah, that's true. Arr, arr, arr. So Matt is officially going to dodge the question. Um, <laughs> a beautiful reporter move. Nice job. The guy is well trained for sure. Does not want to lose his job. Uh, you could have just gone with the Beatles lyrics, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's time for the Satan show. News, entertainment, celebrity gossip have you guys seen this have you guys heard about this oh baby we're on welcome to the satan show hey guys what's up it's me satan uh big news coming out of the freaking pipe wires here chesley handler fires back at crybaby tucker carlson 
Ho, 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 ho. Huge stuff. Huge <laughs> stuff. Wait, who was the writer of this article? Uh, if I look, it's a senior editor from the Daily Beast. His name is Matt Wilstein. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Matt, do you have any comments on the article that you wrote? Well, it's, it kind of ties into our previous conversation because I think Chelsea Handler was uh, was feeling like she was missing the Daily Show and just decided to do this one on her on her own uh, on Instagram, basically what she oh, would have nice. done on the Daily Show. Because <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, she was uh, she was in a you know public fight with Tucker Carlson and and she wasn't guest hosting the Daily Show anymore, so she had to talk about it somewhere. Sure. Wow, that's fun. Wow, other news coming off the <laughs> deep end. Stephen Colbert dismantles Marjorie Taylor Greene's secessionist's fantasy. Oh, yeah, yeah, secessionist. That's a hard one. Written secessionist. by Matt Wilstein. This is great. You're a great writer. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Have you heard about this? Your boo wants the entire nation to get a divorce, Satan. Oh, I've heard about this, and I love the idea this is like six months after her husband divorced her. Oh, wow. And now she's like, you know what? Everybody needs to get yeah, divorced. If I'm going to be divorced. Yeah. Everybody should. If I was married to her, I'd get a divorce too. <laughs> okay. Next one. Big article coming out. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel unloads on Trump for trying to censor him. Written by the Daily Beast's own Matt Wilstein. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Kimmel is a, uh, you know, he's, uh, I, you were, we were out talking before about who's, who's doing a good job. I think he's, he's been pretty, pretty consistent for the past, uh, you know, as long as I've been watching, I think. Um, and, yeah. and I think he, Funny. he, he excelled in this one because Trump was directly targeting him. So he had, a, he had a lot to say about that. Hmm. What did so Trump try to do? He tried to, Get him taken off the air. Yeah, so there was, a, was a big story that came out that that while Trump was president, he spent way more time than he should have uh, trying to get in touch with the head of Disney to uh, basically censor wow. Jimmy Kimmel. That's how you know you're doing a good job <laughs> <laughs> when you have that much time to to worry when about. The, no, what yeah. I mean when the president is like, oh. get him off the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a, Kimmel what must have been thrilled. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Oh, wow. Well, this is another great article from our favorite senior editor, Matt Wilstein. John Oliver embarrasses James O'Keefe <laughs> in brutal send off. Yeah. Can you I feel like you're really when you read them all out loud in a row like this, it makes me seem kind of ridiculous. Um, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this is this is how Satan sounds on every episode of the Satan show. When yeah, he does his enter, he does his entertainment coverage. This is Satan's like. Ryan Seacrest entertainment show voice. Oh, okay. So I think if you gave me any article, I would read it mm. as awfully as I read it. And this is, this is actually a, a historic first for us in that we're getting to read entertainment news with the writer oh, of I'm the so, articles right I'm there. So proud but this is how you have this. to write articles for the internet these days, folks. As we were saying, you know, you got to get people to click on those headlines. Yeah. And boy, did I click. This is a blast. This, this is a great one. I actually fun, watched, yeah. this ep I watched this episode. I like never watched the show, but I randomly did. And that was <laughs> a funny guy, one, right? It was good. This, oh, so good. It was about AI. They had like a uh, Eminem rapping a song about cats. Yeah. This guy who runs Project Veritas or did James O'Keefe, it turns out, is like his real passion is doing theater and dancing. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I had no idea any of that stuff before uh, I right? watched this. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, he James O'Keefe is apparently obsessed with musical theater and dance and performing live um, and does it every chance he gets and like basically seems to have, you know, nearly bankrupted his uh, his investigative operation <laughs> in order to put on live his spectacles. Yeah. Of putting on <laughs> They're so bad. Yeah, it was and, hilarious. Wow. Uh, wow. I wonder what's going on there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> No comment. No comment. Hassan Minaj quits Twitter Hellscape live on Daily Show. Oh, this yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, that was a that was a, I got a little heads up from uh, from sometimes the Daily Show people like to tell me in advance. Oh, you're gonna want to check out tonight's really? uh, show. Something special is gonna happen. So that's a little behind the scenes for you. Um, and so I watched wow. and uh, and yeah, he uh, he very dramatically uh, you know took his phone out and and deleted his Twitter account uh, during the live taping. Um, sort of saying, you know, but you can, can always get that back, right? If you delete it, I would think so. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if you lose all your followers or not. He had quite a quite a few. Mm-hmm. Depends that's, on yeah. you know what. That's him. He's just like that's him making his case to be the host of the Daily Show. Yeah, I this, I will I will uh, you know now they don't want him because he doesn't have any Twitter followers probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They're like we we need someone with a little more uh, social following. <laughs> And the last one, Sarah Silverman jokes on Fox News really fucking hates me and the <laughs> Daily Show debut. Good. Yeah. That's your friend. I know. Yeah, she uh that was a good one. She she introduced herself to the uh to the Daily Show audience by playing a montage of Fox News personalities just saying years. the worst shit about her over yeah, over like 20 <laughs> True. years. That was funny. True. It is nice because usually I just read these articles and have no idea what's going on. And it's nice to have somebody who wrote it explaining exactly why I <laughs> should be interested in it. <laughs> right, yeah, the right, the right, other Satan? option would be reading How amazing it, but... is this? How amazing. And you know what, Satan? I think we found a good source for future content for The Satan Show. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, please. I, yeah. Often, I often struggle to like, what do I even put here? But I, I like this. Uh, this this just reminds me that all of these people are still just fucking killing it. Yeah. Killing yeah. it. You know, there's no shortage of talent just doing the job, wielding satire as a sword here on the end. And it's just beautiful when you, you know, it's been a while since I've really um, paid attention to it. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why. It's just you get a, there's a glaze of just too much internet over time. But it's been really inspiring to see all these different hosts um, coming in on the Daily Show because they're inspired. Like you can tell, they're just they're, yeah, they're really excited. putting it in. They're excited. They're putting in their best possible performances. It's really cool. Yeah, that's a nice sentiment, God. It is a nice sentiment. Tickets for. SatanCon 2023 are have sold out. Did you know that, Woo! Satan? No, yeah, I had no final idea. Final word here. The largest satanic gathering in history. Yeah. Are you going to oh, be yeah. there? Are you going to show oh, up? I will be there and nobody will know I'm there. It's Boston, April 28th to 30th. <laughs> Boston. Boston, the most evil city. <laughs> the Satanic Temple presents SatanCon 2023. This is actually perfect timing. Because we are going to be interviewing the heads of the temp the Satanic Temple on the episode that comes out April third. Wow. Ooh. 
of 2023. That's a there's a scoop for you, Matt. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, that's ty- I'm typing big. right now. <laughs> click 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 click. God, Satan interviews Satanic Temple. It's going to be cool for us. This is our first time talking to them, so check definitely check that out um, and be on the lookout for that, listeners, because that's going to be really cool. And then Satan's obviously going to appear at SatanCon. So okay, gotta you gotta show up. It's time for blessings and smites. This is the part of the show, Matt Wilstein, where we bless the things from this episode we loved and we smite the things we hated. I am going to bless our guest, Matt Wilstein, for joining us today and for sharing all these insights on what it's like to be covering entertainment for the Daily Beast. And I will also bless you, Satan. As Aww. always, as always, I can't help it. And I will smite. We've talked about a lot of fun, fun things. I'll smite MTG for that workout video. How dare you? <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> I will uh, bless the, the MTG workout video. Wow. <laughs> that girl can lift herself, kind of. <laughs> bless Matt, too. Man, those articles. I'm in. Sign me up, Daily Beast. And I'm going to smite uh, so many good things to smite right now. You know, I'm just going to smite pollution just in a general catch all. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Smiting pollution. That's mine. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good, Satan. Matt, do you want to take a, a shot at this? Sure. Yeah. Um, I would like to bless. God and Satan equally, um, in equal measure, for being such a great host today and uh, inviting me on the show because this was this was very very fun for me. It's like being on SNL, right? It basically is, yeah. Satan Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, yeah. Now I can say I hosted SNL. Yes, exactly. And uh, let's see, I'll I'll smite, um, you know, all the comedians who say no when I ask them to be in my podcast. So if they don't want to get what? smited, that happens. It has happened. It's been known to happen. No. Yeah. You wouldn't believe all the people. Uh, you think the list is impressive of people who have said yes. Wait till you see the list of people who have said no. Wow. <laughs> uh, so if you want to, you know, if you want to save yourself, uh, come on the Last Laugh podcast is what I would say. Okay. I, I, I will. Oh, no. I, I was talking <laughs> to those, those comedians who, uh, who. Thank you so much. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Anytime. All right. Well. Thanks for joining us again, Matt. This has been so much fun. Yeah. And and thanks for listening, humans. Make sure to find The God Pod wherever you get your podcasts. The God Pod. Have it Yahweh. We'll see you next time. The Lord has spoken. 